0: back to the Round Guy Radio. As Packwood Locker of Packwood, Iowa, Peyton Griner over there is bringing you high school sports, and today is the scoreboard show. And to bring you the scores and the updates, we got Scotty Melvin. Welcome, program, Scotty.
1: Hey, good to be back, Dave.
0: Well, uh, we we uh, well, first thing I want to talk about this Mid Prairie uh, game because a little confusion of the score, but I think you do have the right score.
1: Yes. I saw the one you're talking about too last night. Now I see it's been wiped off of the, uh, the score stream list. Uh, actually it's still got the wrong score. I think it's got the girls score in the boys, uh, section. And that's the confusion because it's, it's got, it's got uh mid Prairie losing. They didn't lose. They, they beat West Liberty, uh, quite handily, 71 to 41 last night.
0: Well, yeah, that would be quite handily, but, uh, this mid-Prairie team, let's talk a little bit about uh, their start and uh, how, how even losing as many great players as they did, uh, how is it that they are uh, just reshuffling the deck like it, 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 they didn't lose anything? It's just picked up where they, they left off.
1: Well, I just think it's a case of what we talked about, you know, even back in football or whatever when we were talking about uh, some of these schools that had, uh, as you like to call it, wholesale changes, where it seemed like half or more of the teams gone to graduation. You know, who's going to step in and fill those spots? You think, man, we lost so much talent. It's going to be a rough year. It's going to be a rebuild. But uh, some of these schools have what what I like to call programs, not teams, but programs, you know, and, and they've got maybe uh, from on down into the youth stage. I'm watching my daughter go through it in Fairfield right now. You know, she's in fourth grade, and they're already working with the kids at that age. And uh, so they come up in that and they get into junior high and they get into high school and they're playing freshman and jv and they get into varsity so we don't know what the talent pool is you know you and i as spectators or whatever and a lot of the fans don't unless they're uh you know intimately involved in their communities or whatever what what's coming next when we when we see some of these great talented players graduate and mid prairie you know for for a guy like myself or maybe you it's a big question mark how do you replace a, a kid like carter harmson you know and some of the other kids jack pennington he's off to college now playing basketball uh, you know they lost several kids off of that team that went undefeated uh, was just historically great made it to the state tournament um so you're thinking maybe they'll take a step back this year and you know it's, it's still early and maybe they will but they sure haven't yet have they i mean they they won a uh great comeback game to start things off. And, and now they seem rolling. They remind me of Mount uh, Vernon in football right off the bat here. Anyway.
0: Well, uh, let's move on to, uh, this the Muscatine Falcons, put 65 up uh, to Highland Huskies, uh, 37, you know, I saw the uh, Liza Muscatine in the first, uh, first game of the year and they looked pretty dang strong. I thought, and, uh, uh, I know uh, Andy Kressinger was uh, speaking pretty highly of him on his sh- on the that Southeast Iowa Sports Show they do live on uh, Wednesdays. I got a lot of great information out of that. There's another great resource. Uh, mm-hmm.
1: uh, yep, those guys do great. I love I love listening to them at work, and I didn't get to today, but I will tomorrow.
0: So, you can keep up with Wise of Muscatine on the uh, Muscatine Journal uh, with Ryan Timberman. He's one of the best thing sports guys there is you know nobody covers high school sports much better than he does and he just puts in i don't know how many hours a week but it's massive you know
1: well yeah i I depend on him a ton for uh, reports from that area when i you know when i myself don't have a the ability to watch a game or stream a game or what have you
0: well here is a game that is uh um this team this hillcrest academy team uh they took Lone Tree down 78 to 46. Um, man, they're really looking strong too. Uh, they, I don't think Waco and Winfield need to overlook this team. What do you think?
1: No, and there, we're going to see a few of those. Uh, and you're going to talk about Pekin, and they're another one. It's, it's very early, and I'm not I'm not as well versed in the basketball in the area as I am in football. I just seem to pay more attention to football and have a better handle on it generally. But what I'm seeing, I still feel like Winfield Mountain Union and Waco are the class of of Southeast Iowa when it comes to small school basketball this season. Uh, but I think there's some some teams that are just under that and are and are pose a threat, a real legitimate threat to those guys. And Hillcrest Academy is one of them. I mean, you know they they are off to a hot start. They've got a a great coach that's been there forever. Um, they've got a, a star power player. Um, they're, they're going to be one to watch out for. So, yeah, you're not going to overlook those guys.
0: Well, uh, I guess we'll go ahead and report this score here. Waco Warriors 42, Winfield Wolves 38.
1: Yep, and I was there, and I uh, was hoping we'd get to watch that one together and have some fun with the with the podcast, but you had to call in sick, and that's understandable. It's happening a lot right now. It's that season. Yeah. Um, I was able to go watch the boys and the girls. It was a great night. We've already talked a lot about it on the other episode. Uh, yeah, Waco was led by a, just a, a killer night from Odie Um he, he he had the hot hand and uh, led the Waco Warriors to a, a really tight victory. That, like I said earlier, could have gone either way.
0: Well, uh, here's a game that uh, uh, I watched Hunter Moeller describe, you know, and he did a great job of it. You know, his eyes were looking up towards the sky, and he said that uh, the Pella Dutch came out, uh, They came to Washington, and they shot four three-pointers to start the game, just right in a row, just pow, pow, pow. And then uh, uh, they wound up really taking it to the Washington Demons seventy-seven fifty. Uh Just Washington Demons, they beat some really good teams. Uh, uh, they played a lot of really good teams. But what I'm seeing here is the Pella Dutch, at least on this night, had a fantastic night.
1: Well, uh, you know that's a that's a team, Hella, that is going to strike fear into anybody they go play, and 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 some of that's just reputation. Because when you talk about a program, and especially, uh, well, it goes with their football team too. But uh, when you're talking basketball, I mean, there's a they they've produced an NBA kid, you know, who's probably wound down or winding down his career now. But he's got siblings that went on to play Division One, and they've had just an endless string of of great players up there. So even when you think they're not, uh, they're they're the threat they were in the old days, they still are. And uh, they just produce great basketball teams up there. Yeah, I've got them down for, uh, you know, and I didn't see any of the highlights. But from what I was able to dig up um, online, they hit six three-pointers in the first quarter and six more in the second. Uh, they had Washington buried in the first quarter, 20 to five. And it, it's tough to come back from that. And they had the hot hand. Washington's going to have plenty of wins this year, um, I, you know, and I think Pella's 4A now. So, you know, no no shame in this loss.
0: All right. Well, here is uh, a game. Uh, my Coyote Eagles, 48, Iowa Valley Tigers, 46. Coyote uh, uh, Eagles go to 5-0, and oh, I'll, I'll bet it uh, with the hard-fought win over Iowa Valley. Now, I did get to talk to Iowa Valley's coach this week. And the team that he described he had uh, did have some talent. And he, he's got some size, some six eight guys and some six six guys. And, uh, you know, he says they, they've had nights where they shot well and they've had nights where they didn't shoot well. And uh, uh, a very impressive game for Iowa Valley. But uh, uh, what do you think about Kyoto going 5-0? and
1: Without having seen him play, and you have, and, and you've seen, uh, at least streaming-wise, you've seen Winfield Mountain Union and Waco play. I'm curious what your thoughts are. How does Kyoto rate against those? Based on you know what you've seen, I've got a feeling that Kyoto is right on that level. So, and if that's the case, Iowa Valley's up there too. And I'll tell you, man, if you've got a, a decent quality big man that, that's that big in Class One A basketball, you know you can go real far because <laughs> it's a that's a lot to handle for most of these small schools that kind of size. Um, so you know, good for Kyoto winning uh, the game, but good for Iowa Valley to push that hard on a, on a team, uh, that I think is on the level of the best in the area.
0: Well, I, I did, uh, privately talk to, uh, coach Edwards and, uh, coach Kissel, uh, about them, uh, and they had both seen film, uh, I know, uh, Winfield doesn't play them, but they did play and Muscatine, so he did have to, uh, watch that. He says their offense is awesome. He says they don't play, uh, their, their, their game isn't as geared towards defense, but it's just all offense that. The, the, they don't have the they got you know I think Aiden anderson's over six uh yeah. they got a bunch of guys that are over six but I don't think they got any any guys that are six six you know right. there's some six yeah. two six three maybe uh uh no no but they're they've got a lot of it and uh they got a lot of talent they've played as many as 14 players in a game before and uh in fact uh uh against uh uh Bell Plain. The whole fourth quarter was, you know, basically uh, sophomores and freshmen, and they put a ton of points on the board. You know, one of the guys had uh, that Aiden McGuire. He had ten points in the fourth quarter all by himself. You know, I mean, uh, they're they're an excellent team. I wouldn't. uh, I I I would worry about it. I I think uh, could could uh, Kyoto beat Winfield and and Waco like a drum night after night. New. But could they play with them on a game? You bet. You better believe they could.
1: I believe it. And I believe that, uh, you know, basketball is not quite like football, you know. in um, a given night, when you're talking teams that are pretty evenly matched or even close, if you're a little cold and that other team that's maybe a step below you talent-wise isn't cold, and they're hitting their shots and they're not making mistakes or whatever, you're going to drop a game, you know, and, and uh, it'd be real interesting to see if, if, you know, I know we got Kyoto and Waco this Saturday, so we'll we'll see if our theory is correct. But I I do believe that Kyoto, they're in another conference. They're not going to play these guys a bunch uh, this year, but, uh, you know, I think they're on the level of a a Winfield Mountain Union and a Waco.
0: Yeah, I think they're, you know, in that picture, uh, I think there's some, I think there's a lot of really good teams out there. Uh, there's a lot of talent, a lot of athleticism. They they reflect the coach. Uh, this the coach. You know, sometimes you're a coach and you you got things that you like to do, but you don't have the personnel to do that. This this coach has the personnel to play the game that he likes, and they they don't look. They're not going to sit there and dink around with a bunch of three pointers, or you know, they're going to take the ball straight to the basket, probably within eight seconds, and shoot it. You know. Yep. I mean, that's just how they play all the time. And uh, from what I've seen, there's a there's kind of a beating that comes with that. And they kind of, as the, the second half wears on, the other teams get a little punch drunk, you know. And uh, uh, it can, you know. But it's not that, you know. I mean, I'm excited to see. And in fact, I'm going to call that the round guy game of the week Saturday. So we'll have next week already squared away. But, uh well, let's move on and talk a little bit about some of these matchups here for Friday. Uh, the Kyoto Eagles is traveling to the Tri County Trojans. Now, the Tri County Trojans are no pushover. They've won a couple games. Uh, I think they're two and two or something like that. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, I've talked to some coaches that have played them, and uh, uh, they, they said they're pretty tough, really.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know anything about them myself, but, uh, you know. Uh, We know from their football team, they've got some athletes over there. They were just shorthanded for football. Well, they may not be for basketball.
0: Well, all right. Burlington Greyhounds against the Washington Demons. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Burlington, has, I think, had the best start in the whole state, haven't they?
1: Uh, Well, they're up there. Um, And they've got one of the top players in the state, Marquish Lewis, Jr., I remember his dad being a star football player for Burlington 20 years ago or whatever. So it's really cool to see this young man doing what he's doing as a, as a basketball player. He's one of the best in the state of Iowa. And, but he's not all by himself. You know, he's not a one man show. So, you know, I, I'm going to, I'm not going to do what I did in football season and guarantee a victory here, but I'm close to it. Uh, I don't know that Washington can hang with the team as talented as Burlington, but we'll see. Well, Washington's,
0: you know, won some big games and, and, you know, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what to say, but uh, I, I would uh, say that, that the Burlington Greyhounds are going to be a handful for anyone they play. Look, Burlington,
1: and, and I, got, I got some fun poked <laughs> at me last year, but they went to the state tournament, had to face all-world Ames in the first round. And I said, hey, they'll, the upset of the tournament is going to be Burlington beating Ames. Well, of course, I knew I was really stepping out on that one but uh you know what they gave Ames the best game of anybody up at the state tournament a year ago and i know they lost some of the, the kids off that team but they got they've got a really good core back so uh yeah burlington's gonna probably be out of the bigger schools the class of southeast iowa once again this year
0: yeah they look like the strongest one in that southeastern conference to me for certainly uh the small sample size that we've had but they beat some very good teams. And, yeah. And uh someone in Davenport and Iowa one of the, Iowa City High, I think. So yeah, they they've uh, they they're just doing really great. Uh Mid Prairie Golden Hawks at West Branch Friday night. Oh. And then uh uh well, we didn't talk about the peaking uh uh Columbus game. Uh uh uh, uh Beyond Beautiful Benches uh, presents, uh, or not Beyond, um, Henshaw Trailer Sales presents the Pekin Panthers, and I wanted to mention, uh, I wanted to mention Physical Therapy Services. They've been sponsoring the Kyoto Eagles, and uh, so, but uh, the, the Pecan Panthers won 35 to 30, or 65 to 35 uh, against a, a very good Columbus team last week, so. Uh, They will be heading to the – or no, the Highland Huskies will be heading to Pekin, and uh, uh, I think they're going to put another win on the board. What do you think?
1: After the football season when I predicted that uh, Highland had no chance going into Pekin to win, I'm hesitant to say that again. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to ruffle feathers, but you know what? I I don't see it happening. I I think Pekin is another one of those teams – that if they're not on the level of of the the three we were just talking about, they're just a shade below. And uh, you know Highland, much like the football season, they they just lost so many talented kids to graduation in their in their sports, boys sports anyway. Uh, they're in a, they're young and they're in a rebuild mode right now. So they're gonna they're gonna learn a lot this year, but they're probably gonna come out on the losing side quite a bit. And this will be one of those those times.
0: All right. Well, the Columbus
1: Wildcats uh, coming to Waco. That's going to be a tough one for Columbus. Um, Boy, if I could get to that one, I'd love to see it, though, just because I love those Columbus Wildcats as much as I love these other small communities in Southeast Iowa. Um, And not very many of the football players are on the team, but I'd love to see uh, Julian play and I'd love to see the other guys that are on the team play. Um, But it's going to be a tall order. Uh, Let's face it, Waco is the leader right now in small school football in our area um, by just a, the shortest of margins over a Winfield Mount union, as we saw last night. And uh, so I, yeah, it's going to be a, it's going to be a tough one for Columbus.
0: Well, Columbus is off to a good start. They've already put a couple wins yeah. on the board and, and that's not bad for, for a, a week long season when they only won three games last year or four. So. Yeah.
1: they're uh, Yeah. They're, they're, they're on the move up and that's great to see
0: all right the winfield wolves are taking on the wapalo indians you've seen the wapalo indians
1: yes i have and they're very talented they are a little short on numbers um jackson lands is one of the best players in the area it seems like wapalo's got a kid like him or at least somewhat similar to him every year i mean one of their one of their great players uh trent masner i believe i believe it's trent he's a Killing it over there at Western Illinois University these last couple of seasons. I mean that kid is crazy good. So they've got another great basketball player to uh, to build around this year, and and uh, they're going to win some games. I promise you that. I know it didn't look it didn't look like they were real competitive the other night against Waco, but but it was it was a lot better than the score indicated. I will tell you that.
0: Well, we got the Sigourney Savages heading to the Bell Plain Plainsman. Bell
1: Plain, I don't know anything about, but I feel like they've taken a few on the chin. Uh, I think it's a good opportunity for Sigourney to pick up another win. Sigourney, uh, going back to last night, I don't know if you got that score, but the boys beat English Valley 65-42. to
0: And Brothers Market brings you the Sigourney Savages. So, uh, Mount Pleasant and at Keokuk Chiefs.
1: You know, Mount Pleasant took that first game of the season, on the chin up here at cedar rapids right in my backyard <laughs> against washington who is loaded with talent and i had said that uh you know i wouldn't put too much stock into that game and i, I stand by that i think mount pleasant's got a really good team and really good season ahead um i think king pretty good but i if i was going to pick on this one i think i'd give the panthers a slight edge at this point in the year
0: well uh jefferson county real estate of fairfield iowa presents the Fairfield Trojans
1: at the Fort Madison Bloodhounds. Tough rivalry game here. Uh, you know, it's uh, another case of those schools that have been battling each other for decades. Um, Fairfield is the team that I'm going to generally pick when they're this year because they're, they they seem to be the one that returns the most, and uh, the expectations are really high. And I know it's basketball season. You know you're gonna you're gonna lose some games. It's very rare that anybody gets to do what Mid Prairie did last year and win them all until the state tournament. So I think Fairfield's got a couple of those losses, a couple of those tough tough games out of the way already. I think they are primed to start rolling at any moment now. I think this would be a good opportunity for them. Will not be easy though. Fort Madison uh, replacing some bodies from last year from last year's great team that spent some time ranked number one. Uh, they're they're going to be a tough out, but uh, I think I give Fairfield the slight edge.
0: Well, uh, it'll be a good win for Fairfield. They uh, they could use a win to kind of get uh, to get back on track here. Uh, yeah, both of these teams could. Yeah, either one of these teams wins, going to come out of that smiling. Uh, yep. And it's it's a big game, really, for for both of those schools. Well, Iowa Valley uh, Tigers are taking on English Valley Bears here, and that's the last Friday game I got on the list.
1: Yeah, um, and I don't know much about either of these teams. Thanks to your interview with uh, Iowa Valley's coach, I know a little bit about them. Like we talked about, they've got some some big time size and some talent, um, some great athletes over there. Some of those guys from the football team, including the the great quarterback uh, Evan Kearney, plays for the uh, basketball team there. And it's never a bad thing to have a kid like him helping out with the uh, with the hoops team. Um, English Valley's losing as badly as they did to Sigourney. Makes me think that maybe they're much like their football season. They're in a rebuild mode right now, um, with probably a lot of youth and stuff. So, I if I was picking this one, I'd, I'd go with the Tigers.
0: Well, we got the uh, uh, this is we're moving on to Saturday. We got the Eichelberger Farms uh, Warriors against the Physical Therapy Services of Kelowna, Iowa, Kyoto Eagles. Uh, get right uh, I'm gonna go ahead and round guy game of the week. This one. I'll be up there calling that, and uh, uh, I I, I'm looking for a great game here, Scott.
1: It it should be um, much like what I was able to see last night uh, with Waco and Winfield Mount Union. I think it's going to be physical. I think it's gonna there's going to be times in this game where these kids are going at each other so hard and it's such a grind that you're going to think somebody put a lid on the hoops. You know, Um, that's the way it was last night, and I see this one being much like that. Um, right now with a group of kids that Waco has, um, I'm, gonna, I'm still with, with them the way I was in the football season until someone knocks them off. I'm going to give them the slight edge. And, uh, so if I was to make a pick, I'd pick Waco to win this game. And I mean, the, the slimmest of margins, this could go either way. This is definitely a 50, 50 game.
0: Well, uh, Hillcrest Academy uh is at home against winfield mount union and uh there's one more game here this is going to be a Rock'em Sock'em robot saturday
1: it is and right now my own opinion very uneducated opinion hillcrest academy is in that next group that is that's close and it's going to push the these top tier teams to the brink but i tell you winfield mount union is loaded with talent um i don't think they took kindly to the fact that they let that one slip away at home last night against their rival. I think they're going to come into this game with a chip on their shoulder. And uh, I would say with that in mind, I'm going to give them the slight edge over Hillcrest this
0: weekend. Well, here is uh, the last game that I got on this list. And I know we're not covering it all the teams and I apologize for that. And, and, uh, uh I, but I, I, will get Ryan Timmerman to update us on the, uh, on the Muscatine teams and, as soon as I can get uh, Jacob Lindsendorf on, we'll get some of the teams on the West in this, but we only have so much time. And this is the list that I'm working off. And it's EBF Rockets, Eddieville, Eddieville Blakesburg, Fremont Rockets at Pekin. What about that? These, these uh, Eddieville, Blakeford Rockets, mm-hmm. now they can dunk. You like seeing dunks. That team dunks all the time.
1: Eddieville, Blakesburg, Fremont. They might be based on what I've been reading and seeing one of the better 2A teams around, if not in, in our kind of general area. I know they're a little outside of southeast Iowa, but, you know, you kind of grandfather these teams like them in because they play our our southeast Iowa teams a lot. And uh, from what I've been seeing, they might be one of the best 2A teams in the state uh, when it comes down to it. So this this is a game where I find, uh, man, Pekin's going to have a tough one. EBF is loaded with with talent. They appear to really be on a mission on this basketball season. Um, Going to be a tough game. I, I I would pay good money to see it. I'll tell you that.
0: Well, uh, I want to thank Brothers Market and Sigourney. I want to thank Eichelberger Farms and Wayland. I want to thank Physical Therapy Services of Kelowna. I want to thank I want to thank Henshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa. I want to thank. Uh, uh beyond beautiful benches here in richland jefferson county real estate uh all the advertisers all the sponsors all the people that that say hey i want to help i want you to cover pekin i want you to cover waco i want you to cover uh Kyoto and uh you know all the all the sponsors that we've got they really make this thing go but there wouldn't be nobody listen we didn't have scotty melvin scotty you you're uh you did a great job you you, you covered my bacon this weekend, and I I really appreciate you. Well,
1: I was glad to help out. I wasn't, you know, I've got a lot going on right now, and uh, living further away as well. But uh, I wasn't going to miss this Winfield Mount Union Waco game, buddy. We've we've had our eye on this game since way back in the in the
0: in the football season. Yeah, we already know? had this scheduled. That was scheduled as a round guy game of the week before the basketball season ever started.
1: Yeah, and and when they. When they do a rematch here uh, for their second time, since they're in the same division now in the conference, they'll play again. I may not be in Iowa at the time, so I I haven't looked that far ahead of the schedule. So I had to see this one. It was a real treat, both the boys and the girls. You guys are great. I want to shout out uh, head coaches for the girls. I didn't mention them before. Lisa Graber coaches the Waco Warriors does a great job. And Mindy McCrate. I remember when she played at Winfield Mountain, you know, I think she's one of their legendary uh, lady wolves there. And she did a great job and, and it was a real battle, but the boys was, the game was just the same. It was a treat.
0: Well, uh, I've got some, I've got another coach. Uh, I can't remember what it's Lynnville Sully or uh, uh, Southeast Warren. But we're going to hear from them next week. Round guy is coming back this week with a couple huge interviews. Uh and we are going to interview Pablo Lopez of the Miami Marlins. That was a a score from Round Guy, and uh, a, a comic. That's uh, Paul Mercurio. He's from New York City. Uh, he's a national touring uh, stand up comedian, and he's going to be at the Funny Bone uh, later on this month. And uh, he's going to be on Friday. So, uh, how about those big interviews, huh? Yeah,
1: that's excellent. That's uh. That's big time right there. That's uh way out of the realm of the of of the David Johnson's and the Scotty Melvins, isn't
0: it? <laughs> well, you know, uh Steve has uh you know hasn't been feeling the greatest, but I, it looks like things are coming around and he called me up and he said, Hey, I got a couple interviews for us. And I was like, Yeah, yeah, we can do that. We can do that. So Steve Pilton, he's the round guy. Uh I'm Mr. Southeast Iowa. Scotty Melvin is the good-looking one, and uh, Round Guy Radio is the podcast that covers uh, life in Iowa as good as we possibly can. Uh, I was in the top 1% of content producers of all podcasters in the world last year. So, uh, I find a lot to talk about. I love Iowa. I just love it around here. And I just, I just want to just shout it from the rafters. Well, Scott, you got anything before we close out? we got two minutes left. I sure do,
1: and uh, I'm going to set your hair on fire with this, and I have a feeling. We've talked about these great basketball teams for two episodes tonight. Uh, A lot of info here, a lot of rambling on on my part. I'm going to ramble on about one that's flying under the radar, at least on this show, and it's not going to anymore because you and I are going to be all over this. The West Burlington Falcons, 4-0, Class 2A out of the Southeast Iowa Super Conference South Division. They whooped Van Buren by thirty points last night, buddy, sixty-six to thirty-six. They are on a roll. They're on fire. I don't know anything about them, and I'm challenging you to hopefully be able to get a hold of their coach and tell us what is going on down there in West Burlington with this basketball team.
0: Well, you know where I have luck with getting a, a hold of a coach that I don't know is if I've like interviewed their football coach and I just text their football coach, and then he gives me the contact information. That's how I got. Uh, a hey, hold that'll of- work. So, uh,
1: but man, this team, if you look at their scores, they beat down Burlington, Notre Dame, Holy Trinity, uh, Van Buren last night. They even beat Mount Pleasant by two, uh, last week. So they're undefeated and, and I mean, taking on all comers.
0: Well, I appreciate you that. And I appreciate you keeping me up on that, uh, Van Buren score. You know, some of these scores are hard to get people, and yep. uh, uh, sometimes we just kind of wait all day long to get them well uh round guy radio uh, if you're listening we love you thanks a lot